0: welcome to the new man podcast a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith sexuality and relationships the goal to provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be be. and now your host Sathia sam what's up everybody Sathia sam here and welcome to the new man podcast Thank you guys so much for listening. I am really excited to be here today. I'm excited to get into our content. Um, Before I do, I just want to give a huge shout out to those of you who have left me some love about uh, our recent release of the ERG, the Ultimate Recovery Guide. Man, we worked so hard on that, and there's just no feeling like working hard on something, getting everything done behind the scenes, and then finally releasing it to you know the audience or the targeted people in mind and getting some nice feedback. Um, man, it just feels good. So thank you, thank you so much for uh, for listening. Uh, rather for sorry for giving me feedback and um, and thanks so much for uh, for you, just your kind words. And you know we we do it to to help people. Uh, I I really I just put my best stuff in there you know it was it was not like uh, I mean some marketing people they say you know you want to try to give almost everything but just enough to leave them wanting more so that they'll pay to work with you and I'm kind of like nah that's okay I'll just I'll give my stuff away and I'm very confident that um, if people are supposed to work with me um, that maybe the good stuff will uh, will make them want to uh, want to to work with me because they can see that I'm a good guy and I'm actually trying to help them and not trying to snake them um, that's kind of more my mantra. So uh, we really did put our best stuff in there. It's not just something we're saying as a marketing ploy, and um, and I hope that uh, I hope that you feel that you know, and I hope that it really does help you uh, lead your life better uh, with more sexual integrity and um, and with more confidence. That's that's really the goal here. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, if you haven't had a chance, you need to listen to yesterday's episode. It's actually not yesterday. Um, it's a couple of days ago episode 76 and that's with rob kowalski and uh, this guy was the like sought after male stripper in baltimore at one point and he met jesus quite radically got saved cleaned up his life relapsed really hard again and then got saved again for good i would say he He committed his life and there's been no turning back and um, just uh, honestly like an an unbelievable story and I'm pretty sure that was the interview. I've had quite a few lately, but I'm pretty sure that one I got off the call and I went to my wife and I was like, I can't believe that I get to do this. I like just hearing these people's stories is such a privilege, so uh, you're going to want to go back and listen to that. Anyway, let's get into uh, today's episode, which is a two-step process for calming your nervous system now this is not some uh you know textbook two-step system there's nothing particularly academic about this although it certainly has scientific backing and i'm going to explain all that but this is actually coming from uh, something i'm working through myself right now Um, i would say i'm in a high stress season of my life And when stress kind of overwhelms me or I have a lot of stress and it involves a lot of planning, as much as I love planning, I can actually sometimes, um, I can just get too caught up in it and I become very anxious and you know my chest feels tight and I just kind of feel bogged down and I I usually will buckle down and I kind of become hyper-focused, which is good for a short period of time and really bad long-term. So I'm really learning how to just manage the stresses of life And I mean, this isn't like a how to like live a peaceful life kind of podcast. This is about how to get free of pornography and how to live a life of sexual integrity. So with some of these things, I always kind of ask myself like, oh, is this is this actually going to help? You know, is this actually valuable? And this one has made the cut. You know, a lot of things don't because they're just they're just not applicable in a porn recovery context. Uh, This one definitely is. And I'm going to kind of explain why, and then we'll go into what these two specific steps are. I mean, here's the reality. If you and I could perfectly manage the temptations, the stresses, and the curveballs of life, if we responded perfectly to them every single time, we would not make a mistake. So it's not to say that we wouldn't get worked up. It's not to say that we wouldn't you know, maybe feel tempted every once in a while, but we would never cave. We would never give in. We would never actually make a decision or engage in an activity that is wrong or problematic. What stops us from doing this is a lack of a presence of mind. The scientific term is our first step in this two-step process. It's a lack of regulation and when you are not regulated, your nervous system like your brain goes into fight or flight. It goes into kind of a distressed state and the only real goal in the midst of that distress is to return back to a place of stability. So in a recovery context, What this means is, you know, when you see that attractive person or you catch yourself becoming very aroused or turned on, well, if you don't want to experience that in the moment, you are now in a distressed state and your regulation is at stake. So step one of calming the nervous system is to regulate. Now, I believe that any good scientific discovery uh, is usually matched by something in Scripture. Um, and it, uh, it kind of depends, but I find, especially in psychology, there's there's so much overlap between Scripture and the science. And so with, with regulate and regulation, the biblical or the scriptural equivalent of regulation is peace. So we have all kinds of Scriptures, um, that, that talk about the peace of God, you know, we have uh, scriptures that talk about a peace that surpasses all understanding, right? We've talked about that before on the podcast, actually. Um, we've talked about the God of peace, what it's like to experience the God of peace, also from the same chapter of the Bible, Philippians 4, where he talks about um, about whatever is right, whatever is noble, true, pure lovely whatever's admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about these things and the god of peace will be with you so biblically there is an equivalent and it's peace but the real idea here is that peace is meant to regulate it's meant to help you stay calm now if you experience trauma you know so you experience sexual abuse uh, domestic violence um you know something that is traumatic when you're young It affects the way your brain organizes and the way it processes information. And part of the distortion that that occurs in your brain's organization is the inability to distinguish safety from a threat. And what that means is that your body goes into this fight-or-flight state in the presence of things that it perceives are a threat, even though in reality they are not. So, you know, if you were... um, sexually abused by uh, a male authority figure other male authority figures could cause you to go into that state or maybe if it took place in a school classroom then being in school could cause your brain to go in that state and in those states we lose our regulation we are not able to keep ourselves regulated and that's where we have very strong reactions maybe people uh, overreact or they shut down and they completely numb themselves but one way or another they are dysregulated. Now, in a porn recovery context, if, if, you, um, if you don't have right thinking, if you're still working on your belief system, if there's something within you that is not fully stable and fully settled, um, then what happens is maybe an attractive person comes along and you don't know how to regulate and you become dysregulated. You become hyper aroused. It's all you can think about. Or maybe you were taught that you just need to shut it down. Just shut it down. Bounce the eyes. Don't think about it. Pretend it doesn't exist. Move on with your day, kind of thing. Regulation is somewhere in the middle, and regulation is able to to identify. Okay, that's some that's someone attractive, or that thing was arousing, and then it asks like, what am I going to do about it? The same way that somebody who's regulated, when somebody is fully healed from their trauma of sexual abuse. It means that they can be in some of those environments or some around certain people that would otherwise have been triggering, but they have the presence of mind to, to see what's going on, to see it for what it truly is, and then to respond accordingly. The same way that you know seeing an, an attractive person doesn't doom you, like it doesn't mean like, oh, now you're definitely gonna slip because you saw somebody attractive. No, actually, all it means is that you just simply have attraction that's God-given and something to be celebrated and embraced and now you need to figure out what is the best thing you can do to keep yourself regulated, to keep yourself at peace. So scripturally, you know, we have little tips here like what are you meditating on? What are some different things you can focus on? We've talked before about having a mental totem, something that that you redirect your attention to with ease in order to, to kind of dissipate the sting of it while at the same time giving thanks for that attraction and acknowledging yeah, that person was attractive, or yeah, I got aroused. It's not something to run away from. It's something to acknowledge, something to identify, and then something to respond to accordingly. Um, In a more kind of psychology context, uh, I'm reading the book called The Body Keeps the Score right now, which we are definitely going to do some podcast material on that eventually, but I want to read all the way through first. But in that book, he talks a lot about managing your breath, how even just paying attention to your breath can work wonders for restoring your brain. So um, or not restoring your brain rather, but just getting out of that fight or flight mode or that sort of state. So when you catch yourself aroused, when you catch yourself in a place where you're maybe you're tempted, you're thinking about something you don't want to think about, one of the keys to regulation in addition to what we've mentioned is just taking a deep breath, and following it through. Now, we've talked about this before, you know, we talked about managing attraction in previous episodes, but um, but this concept broadens itself. So if maybe it's not in a porn recovery context, there might be other contexts where you need to regulate because if you don't, you know that the stress will accumulate and eventually lead to a slip to alleviate the stress. So it's kind of a twofold thing here. Like you regulate either directly, in the sense of um, something might trigger you that is overtly going to lead to a slip, like someone really attractive, something that arouses you or turns you on, or it might be something more co- more covert um, where it's just something that's gonna lead to the accumulation of stress, anxiety, and ultimately put you in a state where you will be more likely to act out to kind of alleviate the distress. So this is step one, for calming our nervous system. It is regulation or the scriptural equivalent is peace. Step two is integrate integration. Okay. So regulate and integrate. Now you cannot do step two unless you do step one. In other words, you can only integrate as well as you are regulated. Integration is when you are able to uh, stay present in the moment and make full sense of your experience from a psychological point of view, from a sensory point of view. So what you feel with your skin, what you're hearing, what you're smelling, tasting, um, what you're seeing, it's your senses, it's your mind, it's what's going on in your body. Everything is, is comprehensive and nothing is neglected, nothing is ignored, Um, there's no disconnect, everything is, is flush, it is fully integrated. Now, this part also gets severely impaired by trauma. In fact, that is the marker of someone who's experienced trauma, is they are not able to integrate the experience because it is too overwhelming to their system. So the system shuts down, it doesn't fully integrate. Instead, it only focuses on the things that are going to help it survive in the moment, and the the scope of integration is beyond what is just for survival. It it includes that for sure, but it's also the other things that um, that just simply add to a full and comprehensive experience. But they're not necessarily, uh, you know, they're they're just not necessary for um, for survival. So. Someone who's experienced uh, trauma, they can't integrate the experience and that that basically reinforces the dysregulation. So the, the situation becomes overwhelming, they run away or they shut down or whatever it is, that's the dysregulation and that leads to a lack of integration. They cannot integrate the experience fully and as a result, their their experience and their memory of the experience becomes fragmented and it then affects how they process information from there on. Your brain is very malleable in that way. Um, The scriptural equivalent of integration is renewal. And we see this in scripture in multiple places, but probably most notably in Romans 12, where it talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the renewing of your mind is integrating your experiences. It is... It is integrating the psychological, the emotional, the physical, spiritual, social, relational aspects of a moment in time. And we integrate on a regular basis, it, it's our norm, but there are certain things in our life where we, we reach you know, obstructions or distortions that impair our ability to integrate properly. So if you have sexual dis- dysregulation, you know, you're know you not able to, to control your urges Uh, You're not able to really control your thoughts when you see somebody attractive or you think of something that's triggering. It leads to this lack of integration where you're not able to actually embrace your physicality, your sexuality. You're not able to enjoy the moment. Instead, you are either running away from it or you are overindulging in the experience. And one way or another, it is negatively damaging your ability to process those moments and process those experiences. And chronic disintegration eventually leads to um, just more problematic, addictive kind of behavior patterns like pornography, masturbation, sex addictions, and whatever else. So our goal is is to is twofold. We want to first regulate because when we are regulated, we are at our best. We make good decisions, we see things clearly, we think rationally, and it allows us to do step two which is integration, or a renewing of the mind. And when the mind is, is renewed on a regular basis, it is able to fully take in the experiences of life without any hindrances. Memory is processed uh, properly and correctly, and the brain stays in an optimal state. So this two-step process for calming your nervous system is, uh, like we discussed, to regulate. On the scriptural side, you're gonna wanna do things like give thanks, and be weary or be aware of what you focus on, what you meditate on. Physically, more on a more scientific level, uh, you wanna pay attention to your breathing. That's a really good place to start. Um, another thing you can do is actually, and I've been doing this one lately, even just dealing with um, anxiety, is I will tap my my body, and if I feel tightness in my chest, I specifically tap just under my collarbone. And what that does is it, it redirects your attention to that part of your body and it actually lets your brain know that, oh, you're safe. It becomes aware. See, when when your brain is dysregulated, it it stops paying attention to the things it should pay attention to. So sometimes you just have to help it do that. That's step one. Step two is to integrate. And integration is really um, probably best done through the senses. Now, it's interesting because preachers have often preached that renewing of the mind is really about uh, finding the truth—it's about meditating on the Word of God, and it's about letting that truth, you know, seep deep into our belief systems and our psyche, and rightfully so. I mean, that is one hundred percent true. But part of the uh, integrating experience, uh, part of integration, is the is the the physical sensory part. It is actually asking yourself, okay, what am I seeing? What am I feeling? Uh, getting in touch with your senses goes a long way for integration. And it gives your brain the permission to settle and to pay attention to the pieces of information that it normally would, but it just needs a little bit of help in the moment. So when you deal with um, you know, somebody attractive, they walk down the street, that person's your type, you, just, you find yourself wanting a double take and you're still thinking about it after, you, after you've walked by them. So you're going to regulate first. So you want to take a deep breath and you want to just pay attention to your breathing. And you want to just, just notice, notice your breath going through. It, it is really about noticing. And the second phase is integration. It is then expanding that. It's paying attention to the other senses. In the process, giving thanks. God, thank you for that attractive person. Thank you for the attraction you've given me. Thank you that it's nothing to worry about. It's nothing to be afraid of. And just, just starting to pay attention, asking what, what am I feeling with my fingers? What what senses am I noticing? What am I smelling? What am I seeing? Paying really close attention. And that kind of focus goes a long way. Now, if you don't believe me, if you don't think this is important, when somebody um, undergoes a panic attack, this is actually the process they walk them through. Uh, usually it is first sensory. It is about paying attention to the senses because that actually helps the brain um, integrate the experience. And then breathing can be part of that as well. It, it regulates and it brings the brain Back down to a regulated state. The order is a little bit different um, when you're helping someone with a panic attack, but the the concepts are at play in a very similar manner. So to summarize a little bit, uh, you know, you and I are going to experience stressors in life, and if you're not really looking to adjust those, but maybe you're just looking to get free of pornography, you will need to learn how to regulate and how to integrate. And one of the best ways you can do this is what we just discussed. Now we talked about how. Regulation has a scriptural equivalent, and that is peace. We want God's peace in our lives to keep us calm, even-keeled, and collect in our mindsets. And second step is to integrate. And we talked about some practical ways to do that, and we talked about how the scriptural equivalent of integration is renewing the mind, not just fixating on good thoughts that are true, but as well allowing yourself to fully experience the truth to fully embrace it with all of the senses and really making it a full, comprehensive experience. Now, it will take some work to just get into the mode of doing this, but believe me, as you do this, as you start to do this regularly, every time that you catch yourself tempted, you catch yourself aroused, you catch yourself uh, uh, you know, looking at somebody who's attractive, learning to regulate and just staying in that place goes a very, very long way and as you regulate more effectively, you will then integrate more effectively, and it will reinforce that regulative pattern. Regulative pattern? Regulation pattern. So I hope this episode has helped you guys. I hope you find that useful. Um, I honestly think that if you and I can really learn to master our nervous system, even just understanding how the brain works, and what we can do to optimize the brain's functionality, It's going to go a really long way to not just getting free, but staying free long term. So, hey, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this episode has helped you lead with confidence and integrity, and I am cheering you on. I'm in your corner here. Everything I can do to help you, I will. So if there's something specific that you want me to address, you can reach out to admin at satheasam.com. I'd be happy to get back to you there. And if I feel like, hey, that's a really good question or something that we need to tackle, I will absolutely tackle it here on the podcast. And if you haven't got your hands yet on the Ultimate Recovery Guide for Porn Addiction, you can do that at ultimaterecoveryguide.com and that's gonna help you get free in a much quicker time. It's gonna help you avoid rookie mistakes and it's gonna give you five of my absolute best practices for long-term freedom from porn. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have an awesome day. We'll talk soon, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at sathiamesam. Thanks again and see you next time.